Greetings and salutations <laughs> and welcome to Flintlocks and Fireballs, where a handful of mad actors will attempt to survive a tre the treacherous waters of Dungeons and Dragons. I am your host and Dungeon Master, Jason Phelps, and I am joined as ever by... Oh, and we're in a neat little order here. We're in the right order. Oh, yes. oh, never in the right order. Uh, we didn't Robbie. do that on purpose. Robbie, UK Bellicom. Mm -hmm. uh, Sam, Pod U, okay? Burns. <laughs> and Ellie, Podek. <laughs> that's that's the con that we're at, Podoc yes. Con. Yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> uh, yes, welcome to uh, the Pod UK special uh, 2020. <laughs> this is a uh, cheerfully titled uh, episode, uh, Celestia's Drunken Bender. Uh, <laughs> so uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get through these uh, fairly quickly. A uh, couple of uh, quick uh, notes. Obviously, uh, you may have guessed from the name, uh, this episode will contain a certain amount of alcohol consumption on the part of the characters, but not the players, because we didn't remember to bring any. Um, <laughs> this will the mead! Yes. There's mead somewhere! Later. This episode <gasps> also takes place smack in the middle of episode 80. Um, so for, for those of you who are uh, up to date uh, with the podcast, uh, you don't need to be up to, up to date for this to make sense. Uh, obviously, the characters uh, don't really comment on the events of this, so... Uh, Bit of spoiler, but also a note, there will be some mild fantastical memory loss. Everyone will be safe and fine. Um, so just uh, just so that you are aware, because I need to smooth over the fact that none of us remember what happened here. It's literally for canon reasons. For canon <laughs> reasons, but it does take place in the canon. Okay, uh, so uh, first of all, hello everyone. Any quick announcements to make? Uh, uh, we're, hi. We're at How a we podcon. Yay! Yay. Yeah. We're joined by a, like, all these lovely stories. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Thank, thank you. you for coming. <laughs> thank you very much for coming. Thank, thank you for, for anyone who's just wandered in randomly. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Welcome Absolutely. for joining hello. us. Welcome, welcome to, hello. To, to all welcome you to the madness. Yes. We yeah. hope you enjoy. Uh, uh, and very quickly before we begin, uh, it's that time for us to ask uh, future us any messages from the present. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> Joke for long-standing <laughs> listeners there. Uh, I don't know if I'll cut in with anything. All right, then. Probably not. So, uh, <laughs> with that in mind, let us begin Flintlocks and Fireballs. Sing along by all means, if you know it. <laughs> Our land stands on the saber's edge. These are a powder keg. Brother chains, brother, no one's free. A life on land is short, you'll see. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for singing. It, it was is very nice. Thank you. <laughs> the eighth of full bloom in the year of the Regent, seventeen hundred and ninety-eight. The Sulian Revolution is winding down as the National Assembly has successfully reconciled the fractious elements of the entrenched aristocracy and the radical revolutionaries with a somewhat functioning constitutional monarchy and an elected representative government. There is still a war on with foreign powers to restore the old regime, but the civil war for now is at an end, thanks in no small part to the efforts of three privateers, Celestia Stardust, Corzin Jorges, and Scamp. 
These three privateers have just salvaged a hoard of treasure from an ancient ruin and sold it to a pair of art collectors here in the capital of Alessant. Shipwright Oscar Schwartz and perfumier Gunther the Friendly Orc. <laughs> but they won't be able to return to the port of delay to examine work on their new ship, the Krakensbane, until the morning. So tonight, they've decided to have a few drinks. Several drinks, in fact. Indeed, by the time we join our trio, it is approaching midnight, and at least one of them is stumbling towards the third pub of the evening. So would you like, and I think we'll just go in order, uh, going away from me, to please describe yourselves and name your character, what uh, you're wearing, and your current level of inebriation. Also huh. pronouns, please. And pronouns as well, please. So... You see Scamp, they are a non-binary tiefling, child, and sober. <laughs> um, bright pink skin, like ram's horns, silver hair, like magenta eyes, uh, goat, goat ho hooves, I know the word, not feet, goat don't have feet, that'd be weird. Um, goat hooves, oh God. yeah, um, accompanied by a monkey, Jeffrey. Jeffrey uses he, him pronouns. Um, Scamp uses they, them. Uh, Scamp is wearing just like white shirts, little blue waistcoat. Yeah. Much like on this. Like the little, little crochet little one crochet here. plushie there. Oh. Yes. All right. Corzin. Uh, okay. Corzin uh, Jorges is a um, short, even for a halfling uh, man. Uh, he is wearing a rather battered tricorn that has seen probably better decades. Um, he has a uh, uh, an off-white uh, uh, puffy shirt with a brown waistcoat and brown uh, sort of, uh, britches that uh, are cut off with boots. I know this is sort of redundant for anyone in the room right now, but this will be going out in an audio-only yeah. medium at some yeah. point. Sam, Sam is cosplay, so it's yeah. funny. <laughs> Corzin uses he, him pronouns, and he's currently a little bit tipsy. Okay. And Celestia. So Celestia Stardust, for a start, uses she, her pronouns, before I forget. Um, she is currently wearing, God, she has so many outfits. What the hell is oh. she wearing? Um, she's, well, let's start with the basics. She's a six-foot-four drow. Made even taller by a big old dandelion of white hair, basically. Um, lots of jewellery, um, a big old bandana that's keeping the dandelion hair out of her face, a purple bandana. Um, I'm going to say at the moment she's wearing her dragon skin coat, long silver dragon skin coat, um, purple skin tight David Bowie style dungarees, if you've seen the sort of red dungarees mm. set up. That, but purple, is basically what we're yes. talking. She is also covered in instruments. Um, there is a, an electric guitar in the shape of a lightning bolt, which isn't in period at all for reasons that I'm not even going to begin to go into. <laughs> uh, an Ophiclide, which is like a saxophone, but massive. A xylophone and a drum. Uh, and thigh-high dragon skin boots to match the coat. I think that about covers it, really. <laughs> yeah. Okay. As you are stumbling up uh, to your next... Uh, uh, to your next planned uh, location. Oh, she's uh, also extremely drunk. You asked <laughs> oh, us yeah. to specify. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You are interrupted uh, by a cheerful fellow, a uh, halfling uh, with a messenger bag, uh, who does indeed seem to be a messenger. Uh, Hello? Uh, 
delivery for uh, Celestia Stados? I'll take it. A delivery. It's my delivery. Yes, but you are not allowed things right now. <laughs> I I love things. Give me the things. He you nearly put out. your foot through the drum five minutes ago. I will take the delivery. He it needed out. a kick. Look, look, look. A small package uh, labelled uh, to Celestia Stardust with a return address to one uh, Elizabetta Underhill of Crosswater. Uh, for uh, and seeing that you're a bit out of it, just calmly stuffs it into your pack for later. I'll look at it another day. It's blurry now. There it's is a, oh, one mind. other thing to mention blurry. with these descriptions, as there are two other figures uh, with them after a fashion, but only two members of the party can see them. Accompanying Celestia, which only Celestia and Causing can see, is the pride spirit. It is, uh, it is almost like a long, wispy rainbow uh, that flickers after her, sometimes giggling to those who can see and hear it, but only some people have spirit sight. Around Corzin, there are a few different uh, spirits. Most prominent is a large octopus, uh, which follows after him, occasionally shrugging ambivalently at uh, events, uh, but also a sh little shoal of silver fish, uh, fi a distinctive fish's eye, and a few other maritime spirits as well that are the sources of their magic. Whoa. Now, the third tavern you visited tonight on your, uh, on your impromptu pub crawl, you approach a dive unfamiliar to you one of scores of pubs in the city of Alessant that you have never been in. Belying the cheerful, uh, cheerfully painted, if slightly peeling, cockerel wearing a fancy and jaunty crown depicted on the board outside, the cock in the crown is a wow. two-story, <laughs> yes, I know, wow. tumble-down bar a few uh, streets from the Grand Batard, the Great Bastard uh, Castle, frequented by hard-drinking drovers and labourers, although though by this time of the night, much of the general hustle and bustle has calmed down to the regulars, muttering and bickering over their pipes. As you enter, it is a wide-open tap room and a bar that uh, bears all the marks and scratches of many a fracas or even a ruckus, as the newspapers might say. <laughs> and uh, the window shutters look to have been recently replaced with cheap timber. In fact, cheap is the watchword of the day here. From the cheap furniture, again recently replaced, to the cheap clay tankards that the cheap watery ale is served in, to the cheap and reedy voice of the minstrel in the corner, singing Ooh. a song about hurling coins at witches. <laughs> <laughs> it's catchy, but soon becomes irritable. <laughs> As the three of you enter, a number of heads turn your way. Given your distinctive appearances, uh, you definitely draw focus. One person mutters, Suckers is in town, I see. Uh, but their friend nudges them in the ribs with an elbow. I am a circus, you bastard. My whole circus, all on my own. It, please, just they, they if you want to, some, to up, yeah, it's fine. Just, their friend mm. pushes them down. I was going to say play it cool, but honestly, I... I I'm always cool. You've never been cool. No. None of us have ever been cool. So Most cool. of the t patrons turn back to their drinks. Uh, especially after seeing Corzin's two sabres, two pistols, and the blunderbuss and carbine slung across his back. You uh, see that there is a, a human woman at the, uh, at the bar, bushy auburn eyebrows and short-cut reddish hair. She's got a hard-wearing apron, woolen dress, and is uh, scrubbing a mug as you come in. Yeah, she looks up. What do you have to drink? 
A big whiskey, please. Big one. Yeah. Um, milk, please. Fine. Whiskey, milk. You? Do you have any uh, dark rum? <laughs> sure, of course. She uh, charges you a couple of silver and uh, pours out your drinks. The uh, minstrel uh, in the corner begins changing his tune. Uh, he's a half-orc, grey-green skin, yellow eyes, prominent tusks, colourful blue cotton long coat over pantaloons and a white cotton shirt with colourful frills. As he starts uh, playing on his guitar, it's, um, yeah, it's not too bad until he starts singing. Oh. Oh, I throw some change no, no. at some witches. I can't copyright. <laughs> Avoid copyright <laughs> infringement. Cousin, can you cast silence? I hate it. No, no magic. That'd be a, that'd be a bit wasteful, Why? wouldn't it? Because we're trying to be like calm and casual and overhearing not casual. Your, overhearing your uh, your wording, the uh, orc calls down. Oh yeah. Perhaps you want to have a go. No, no yeah, I'm no. like way better than you. No, she let me play. Oh yeah. Look at this guitar. Have you ever seen anything like this? It's fucking magic and shit. Looks down at his guitar. Ah. Oh, oh you're starting then, are you? No, no. Yeah, I'm gonna. No. I'm starting. What no, am I no, starting? No, no, Celestia, Celestia, it's, it's not I'm worth starting. it. Yeah, I'm gonna puffs start. Up his, puffs up his chest. Ooh. Yeah, I'm gonna puff it up back. Okay. Yeah. Roll yeah, intimidation. <laughs> This is a disadvantage because, like, this doesn't yes, feel intimidating. Yeah, yeah. Like, come on. Also, for the alcohol. Yeah. Actually, no. Um, I think the alcohol technically gives you advantage yeah. on charisma checks at the level of inebriation oh, you're so at. So, it's actually. What are we doing? Are we doing a Just straight Just do it as a straight roll. Do it as a cool, straight I'll roll. roll again. Um, that is actually hilariously good. Um, that's a 24. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm terrified. As that, uh, as that <laughs> happens, the, 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 the orc kind of backs down to the Come at me. Don't, don't, please, please okay, don't. Okay, I guess this stage is yours then. Yeah. Awkwardly yeah, leads off to one side. If there's a stage yeah, wanna... here, that means it's mine. I play some songs. You start playing <laughs> up a jaunty tune. If she goes up there, we're never getting her back. Oh, that's, as, that's us for the evening. As the uh, pair... Escape, Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> as you are making your way up, Celestia, um, the, uh, a heavily drunken drover, human woman, neck length, dirty blonde hair, quite muscly in the upper body, wearing a travel stained woolen shirt, coat and leggings, hard wearing boots, so it gets up. It's, it's actually the same one who, who called you uh, 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 being from the circus and starts stumbling towards the bar, uh, but she's weaving very unsteadily. So I'd like everyone to make a dexterity check, please. Oh, <laughs> okay. no. avoid her just bouncing new into dice. you. Roll the new dice. Yes! yes. Dice from today. That's a 21. This uh, advantage because I'm drunk, don't yes. yes. 18. Okay, um, that's, that's not much. <laughs> that's like a nine. Yeah. Uh, the drover stumbles straight into you, actually tips over your calf. Uh, and onto the uh, uh, and onto the ground, sort of catches himself. Ugh! You foolish, clumsy sot! I think you tripped over me, darling. You tripped over me. You and that on the way of the ground. You bashed into me with your bashing arms. What? So you, you so long one in the shot us here. You're all in the way. Shot us. Okay, I'm sure we can. Oh, you want some? You want some? No, no, want very much. I want lots. Okay, I've just rolled a natural twenty. Corson has exploded the glass in his hands. Okay, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna let you do 
Um, I'm gonna let you do one more intimidation roll if you want, or if you want, you can just start a fight here. <laughs> I don't think he's going to um, stand on ceremony. He's like, oh, that's how it is, is it? No, yeah, no, want, no, you it isn't. Something of it, shot stuff. Yeah, let's okay, make Okay, everyone will, be calm. I will teach you a lesson. Breathing. In no I've gravity. never been calm in my whole life. Oh, she no, starts from getting ready to throw a punch, and you watch as the rest of the bar starts standing up to join in. Everyone, roll me initiative, please. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> what is wrong with you two? <laughs> Everything. <laughs> um, That's a one. Eleven. Do I go first? That's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> so that was uh, one from Scamp. Uh, was it 13 from Slash? Yeah. Sip over there. You don't get to play and 11 with me from, anymore. Uh, 11 from Corzin. Cool. Okay. So uh, the first person to actually break out in this particular fight uh, is the orc uh, minstrel who, okay. oh. who grabs a chair, seeing the opportunity, runs up and tries to smack you over the head with it. Which, which person? Uh, so this is the minstrel, uh, the um, one, the one. Who, you no, who's, to, who's sorry, oh, sorry, my apologies. You, Celestia, because okay. uh, he has the most issue with you. Uh, Fair. That, and <laughs> proceeds to roll. Can I those out for me? Yeah. Uh, and that's actually a seventeen to hit. Um. Oh, does it hit? It, yeah. Why am I asking if it hits? It, oh, it's, I'm a bard, it hits. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so you, he actually, it's a pretty solid hit as well. You take six points of damage <laughs> as he cracks it over your head. And, Ow. and so you who's terrible at singing. Um, You're terrible at singing. You've already shown that. It's just, this is redundant. You don't need to show anything else. That's it. Everybody, that's drive this circus out of town and the various drovers of which there are about oh six God. of them reach no. up and they all start uh, trying to grab and punch you and they, they are literally Ow. just punching at you uh with fists or attack or like you know trying to uh, smack you with their tankard so i'll do two attacks against each of you uh so two against celestia um 14 and another 17 just the Ooh, yeah both hit both yeah, yeah. hit you. Okay. Oh no, hang on. So no. I've got my coat on. No, 14 doesn't hit. Okay. Uh, you take uh, three points of bludgeoning damage mm -hmm. as one of them manages to sock you across the uh, the jaw. Not the face. Uh, two more join in trying to uh, get uh, cause in and that is a dirty 20 and 21. So oh, as, as you're squaring up to face uh, this drover and one of them shouts, yeah, get him Lucille, who was apparently called Lucille. Uh, one, one grabs you from behind, pulls you to the side and another lands two blows in your face. You take six points of damage uh, and just because they apparently fancy trying to beat up a child uh, does wow. a does a 15 hit your armor class scamp I probably haven't cast mage armor so yes yes, yes. it does okay this one of them tries dicks. to swing at you misses the other however kicks you in the shin and you for three points of damage <laughs> I very nearly hellish rebuke but don't because it would full-on kill this person <laughs> yes this is thus far a non-lethal bar fight and that makes it Corzin's go no sorry Celestia's go um, God, I'm I'm gonna bring the tower over my head like it's a baseball bat, yeah. and smack this stupid minstrel in the face and cast shocking grasp. Nice. <laughs> okay. Bugger it. Um, uh, roll attack. So that is um, a fifteen. Uh, fifteen uh, definitely hits. Yeah, it's two d eight shocking yeah, grasp. Yeah, it's just a, it? just a minstrel. <laughs> Um, so that's seven damage. Okay, uh, you smack him across the face and the guitar bang, twangs and lets loose a flash of lightning uh, as he is smacked backwards into a chair. He lands on his guitar, breaking it. <laughs> oh, oh, not into Moneymaker! 
You weren't going to make any money from that, darling. You're deluded. <laughs> oh. uh, okay, that. Uh, anything else you want to do in your turn? Um, I'm then going to stand up, look all cocky, flick my hair, and a flash of rainbow comes out from the rainbow spirit, and I give cause and inspiration because he's the first person I see okay. in my yeah. head. <laughs> uh, so, with that in mind, cause it. So you've got one, you've got one person grabbing you from behind. I'm going to say it's another halfling, one who's just smacked a human who's just smacked you twice in the face, and the big drover Lucille is getting ready to square up against you. Okay, um, I'm going to try and uh, get to the drover. I'm going to pull out my belaying pin <laughs> for such a half, and I'm going to uh, give him a whack up the happy sacks. Oh, oh, this got nasty! Ah. Roll attack! Short people play dirty, guys. <laughs> yeah, okay, so that would be... That would be a... Uh, 13 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Roll damage. Okay. It's the general public! <laughs> That's why the bladed weapons haven't come out. Yeah, okay, that's going to be... Uh, Seven points of bludgeoning damage. He goes as you cr- smack him in the in the nads. His eyes roll back, and he. <coughs> you should have stuck to farming. Here's a couple of acres. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you didn't have inspiration already. I would give you. Some. <laughs> okay, uh, uh, you get multiple attacks if you want. So that's true. Okay, the uh, the halfling that was squaring up to me from behind. I'm going to um, uh, turn around and just get, uh, give us. Whack on the bonds. Go for it. Uh, that's a uh, 14 to hit. 14. Okay, that hits. Roll damage. Another seven bludgeoning. And again, thwack across the temple. He goes out like a sack of potatoes. <sighs> As you are doing this, the blood is beating in your ears, uh, cause uh, in. Just like that, that, that rush of a fight. Um, and... Oddly, as if through the beating of that blood, you can hear the frantic bowing of a fiddle. In fact, all of you can hear this. It is, in fact, just like this. We can hear the backing music. You can hear the backing music. Oh no, the fourth wall! <laughs> Where are all these people doing here? <laughs> the fourth wall. You can't see strange people watching you yet, but you can hear. Yes. You can hear strange music. Can we uh, see anyone playing a fiddle? Uh, no. Not un- like unless you've got your tiny kit violin out. No I one's playing one. You're just hearing it from nowhere. Uh, okay, so that means uh, next up is actually Lucille. Uh, goes. Ah. She looks. She looks over at the minstrel. St- oh no, Steiner! No, I'll teach you art. And he's going to punch down twice at uh, Corzim. Uh with. Okay, uh, does a 14 hit you? A 14 does not. Okay, but a 19 does. Yeah. Uh, so picking up her uh, her tankard, she thwacks you, uh, uh, just kind of goes for your face, misses, gets you in the shoulder for eight points of... D- ha, uh, missed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is Lucille's turn. As that's happening, though, as the smack happens, causing your attention is driven to the side by the blow, and you glance down and you see there is um, a spilled pool of yellowish beer from the bar fight in progress, but the reflection doesn't match up to the tavern around you. Instead, you can see 
reflected in it the image of a forest of strange spindling tr spindly trees <sighs> with oddly flat diamond-shaped leaves twisting and turning at unlikely angles. Scamp. Can I see that? Uh, roll a perception check. Uh, probably not. This is like anything uh, I've no. seen before. Seven. Not exactly. Uh, seven, no you don't. Okay, how many people are still conscious and fighting uh, us? Oh, two of the drovers are down. Steiner currently has a shiner. Um, but, other, uh, but otherwise everyone else is up. So there's four drovers plus Lucille plus Steiners. There's six people still Lovely. Uh, I will grab the silver, one of the silver skulls I have and I will cast slow. <laughs> on the six people still up. Okay, let me just quickly roll some uh, yeah, saves. It is a wisdom, wisdom save. DC okay. 17. Okay, one person makes it. Uh, can I bend some fate? And yeah, if you want. So I'm going to try and take three off whatever they rolled. Okay, all of them are slow. Okay, should we just leave? They start moving we as, just if, leave? as if in molasses. Um, uh, as that is, ha as you cast that scamp, so the, something changes in the quality of the light in the room. Huh. As if the candles illuminating this chamber are suddenly burning with a harsher light. The shadows deepen, the, the colours become starker and more saturated. Edges start to become more defined. And you can feel the strange pressure building in the air around you. Does anybody else's head suddenly hurt? Yeah. Uh, also, is anyone playing this fiddle? No, um, Not anyone. Like, see. Where, where's Jeffrey? <laughs> Did you forget Jeffrey? I didn't Jeffrey, forget Jeffrey. Jeffrey is, in, is, is currently in your pack and acts on your turn. So okay. if you want Jeffrey to no. take any actions, nope, Jeffrey good. will murder people. <laughs> yeah, Jeffrey, Jeffrey, this tiny, this this one foot tall monkey in a grass skirt has already drawn the jeweled blade he has, <laughs> which he stole from, Jeffrey, a, from no. a pirate. Jeffrey, stay. Uh, so top of the uh, of the round, it's uh, Steiner with the Steiner uh, with the Shiner. Uh, Steiner is going to pick up the broken remnants of his own uh, uh, of uh, of his own loot and slowly uh, is going to try and smack Celestia with it. Uh, Fair enough. At this slow point, effect. Honestly, <laughs> no, it, it just doesn't, doesn't affect his attacks so cool. except there's only one. Okay, so well, no reactions, so we could just leave. <laughs> oh, it's not a natural it, two. It's just like, yes, like fighting through molasses. You're easily able to like duck out really of the way. Slowly. Yeah, uh, fucking over very fast. The, <laughs> the drovers, meanwhile, the two that are left, I think the two on, on Corzin are gone. So there's two who are going to try and uh, sucker punch uh, Celestia. Uh, both, uh, oh no, one of whom gets a dirty 20. Uh, although they're kind of moving slowly, they speed up at the last moment, Celestia, uh -huh. and they actually manage, uh, one of them grabs you and the other punches you uh, so hard, unexpectedly hard, that you find yourself flying backwards into the wall. Uh, you take three points of damage, but as you hit the wall, uh, you feel the wall crack, uh, shatter behind you. But it doesn't shatter like um, like cracking timber and plaster. It shatters like glass. And the simple plaster wall fractures and falls away, exposing an incongruous and brilliant landscape beyond. A forest filled with pastel blue-green trees with flat diamond-like leaves of purple glass. Trunks twisted and curled in bizarre manners beneath a brightly lit cerulean sky. 
What you can see of the forest floor is covered in broken shards of purple glass leaf. But the more immediate draw is the nightmare creature at its center. As yeah. Celestia crashes through reality itself into the scene beyond, a long prehensile tentacle snaps uh. up to grab her. <laughs> wrapped in purple and green mottled scales that gleam like fine jewels with a bristling sticky pad at the end the tendril is but one of four that connect to a thick trunk-like body rising out of a pool of faintly rainbow sheened water why is there a baby kraken in the pub help there is a what? huge central moor ringed with teeth that shine like prisms why? catching the light <laughs> Um, dripping with the same rainbow-tinted water. And around that ring of teeth, there is a ring of glowing violet cat's eyes. The creature opens its mouth wider in what should be a roar, but instead the music grows louder and changes. Uh, so, yeah, the nightmare gets one attack against Celestia to try and uh, grab them. Oh dear. Yes? No, I just said, oh dear. Oh dear, I thought on. you said DM. Right. No, I'm <laughs> yeah. just, um, so... just worrying. Do carry on. Oh, yes, doing. no, absolutely. Uh, so that is a th 19 to grab you. Of course you. it hits, yes. Yeah, the tentacle grabs and wraps around you, uh, ensnaring you in place, holding you above the moor. Uh, you immediately take, oh dear, uh... One point of piercing damage uh -huh. and 11 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay, so, so 12 total. 12. And you are now grappled and restrained by the tendril. I like to think that it hangs her drunkenly upside down and the coat goes over her head. Like, it's really undignified. This doesn't see this. Oh, yeah. Everyone sees this. Like, even just like the normal people in the pub. Yeah, they have no idea what the fuck is going on. They start oh, screaming, God. and it's it actually fair. the nightmare's turn now in the initiative order. Uh, so the nightmare will take uh, four attacks. Uh, one, it's got three ten, it's got three free tendrils. So one attack against Corzin. Uh That is a. 24. All well hit. Yeah. You are snatched up and grappled by uh, the tendril. You take uh, a total of 10 points of damage. Uh, the uh, A second attack goes against Gamp. That is a 17. Yeah, that'll hit. You are also ensnared uh, by the tentacle, taking uh, 9 points of damage as you are pulled up. And finally... Uh, it grabs hold of Steiner. <laughs> oh no. And pulls him oh, also up. Ah, what's the fuck? Uh, however, because it already has one creature uh, in its in a tentacle, Celestia, it is going to bring you towards that many uh, uh, that many toothed mouth. So it oh, makes an attack dear. against you. Uh, you. Okay, that is a 15. Um, yeah, that hits. Okay, you struggle, you fight against it. Do I have my reaction back? Do I get it back at the beginning or the end of my turn? At the beginning of your it's turn. It's beginning turn. No, okay. I used it on my turn. You used it on your turn. No, you don't have it yet then. Uh, so the bite, uh, so it drags you towards the circular, many-toothed mouth and bites uh, down at you. Ah. So you take uh, 
actually only five points of damage. It rolled poorly. Uh, Good. But I need you to make a constitution save, please. Oh, my favourite thing. Um, <laughs> that thing you're notably good at. Uh, drop that. Um, well, that's not actually terrible for me. Um, that. Sorry, I'm panicking because I'm on stage. That's a oh, 17. Yeah. 17. Okay. You avoid... Uh, some of the rainbow-coloured water gets in through the wound, but you avoid the strange, the worst of the strange disorientation that seems to come with it. You are not poisoned, but something is happening to you. You're not <laughs> okay. quite sure what. Something. Right. Just something. <laughs> Just something. Something <laughs> oh dear. strange. Everything's fine. Celestia. Feel Actually, weird. No. Uh, the yeah, the drovers have acted. Uh, so Celestia. <laughs> oh God. So I'm in a tentacle heading for a mouth, yeah? Yep. <laughs> um, we're going to start whacking out a the level A mouth which is playing spells. this music. So they're just oh. going to look at the situation and go, yeah, no, this is disgusting. Let go of me, you big tentacly fuck. And cast Dissonant Whispers at level four. Um, okay. Yeah, that's the Dissonant Whisper. Uh. Um, so that's a wisdom <laughs> save. That is a big fat failure. Way! Uh, roll um, damage. So many d6s. Okay, normally okay. it would cause it to retreat its full movement. It actually has a movement of zero and crazy stupid reach, so I will say instead it flings you <laughs> onto the side, uh, 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 in disgust, away onto the side of this bank. You're, Excellent. Uh, as you hit the ground, uh, purple glass uh, leaves crunch beneath you into a fine powder. Uh, <laughs> glass trees, so cool. Um, so eight plus that is 13, 15. 15 okay. damage for 15 that. points of damage noted. Yes. All right. Uh, that and you are uh, anything else you would like to do on your turn? Um, yeah, as I hit the wall, mm -hmm. um, it kind of like as as I hit whatever you I hit like, the ground I hit I hit the ground and like strike a pose <laughs> and, um, and again the rainbow spirit flares up there's a flash of rainbow and you will get 11 temporary hit points and you can move if you would like to um, that is the ability mantle of inspiration us. if anybody is a D&D &D person and interested but yes. it's up to you you are all yeah the rest of you are but the, the other pair of you are grappled so um does that apply to anyone who wants to move uh, within the area? I mean, um, how, how, how how generous are you feeling towards the random uh, civilians? In... Steiner can have a move if he fancies it. Oh no, Steiner is Steiner's oh, an... Steiner's dead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Steiner is wrapped in tentacle right now. Okay, yeah, anyone, any random civilians, I can get oh, yeah. anyone the, within uh, 60 the feet. The drovers, Lucille, the barmaid, all just fucking run for it. Yeah, they get out of this crazy situation. That seems entirely reasonable. Yeah. Okay. And uh, that's me done, so uh, do go for it, somebody else. Cause him. All right. Um, does this look at all like a, uh, a certain uh, sea-dwelling entity he has history with? No. This <laughs> is literally a creature of nightmares. There's a superficial resemblance, but it does not resemble the Kraken in so much as it has tentacles and a mouth. Uh, it doesn't actually. Uh, it, oh, the eyes are different. It has hundreds of eyes ringed around the mouth. Okay, the cancelling the Kill Bill different. sirens then. Thanks, um, I hate yep. it. Uh, <laughs> and he's uh, grappled. Like oh yeah, yeah. Okay. You are grappled and restrained. You cannot currently move uh, unless right. you free yourself by some means, or someone else frees you. Is it possible to light a bomb and throw it into its maw? It is absolutely possible to yes, do that. Do That's that. exactly yes. what he's going to do. <laughs> Make, uh, it's a dex roll for it, isn't it, if you do uh, that? Yes. You yep. still okay. have inspiration. Uh, it's very true. <laughs> uh, dex, dex, dex. That is uh, 13, uh, which I think is in... 
I think is That's enough. just a save. Yeah, so uh, it'll take half damage, but roll the damage anyway. Okay. You light the bomb, toss it down. It just manages to close the maw in time. That's 14 fire damage. To prevent it going in. So it, but it explodes on the outside of it, splintering the mottled scale. Still takes seven damage. So you've done 22 total. Okay. Uh, anything else you want to do in your turn, Corzin? You yeah. have other... Uh, you, your attack... You as have a, a second bonus action, I'm going to cast Hunter's Mark. Okay. Good, cool. Yeah. Yeah, as, um, the, as the fisheye spirit focuses down on it, you feel your attention narrow. And use my extra attack to try and unsheathe one of my blades. Oh, you... you yeah, you're, you're not prevented from unsheathing a blade when you're restrained. You just can't move from your position. Yeah, no, I'm just so going to try and... unsheathe it, and you can make an attack with it. Yes, Go that's what I should do. Uh, which which blade are you using? I am going to be using Riptide for this okay. one. So you draw, that's an 18 to hit. Excellent. You draw your adamantine saber with its uh, notched wave pattern and slice down into it. Roll damage. Okay. Um, that's seven slashing damage. Okay. Don't forget your hunter's mark. No, I haven't forgotten the hunter's mark. <laughs> Doing one at a time. You haven't now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a further six. Okay, so 13 total. Alright. Okay, that brings it to 35 damage to this thing. Uh, but you slash into it. You, I'm going to say that you actually cut off the tentacle that was... Uh, you slap, Well, you don't cut off into it, but you seriously cut into the tentacle holding you. And it sort of starts thrashing wildly uh, with uh, 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 as uh, it reacts to you. And as this is, uh, actually, as that is happening, uh, readying its tentacles for another attack, there's a twang and a crack as an arrow tipped in gleaming crystal strikes its side, huh? driving deep into its flesh. And the creature lets lo uh, loose a burst of glittering silvery blood. Uh, the same blood has been releasing as you've been sli slicing into it. You look up, and on the far side of this clearing of trees, a small figure draws a second arrow to her bow. A gnome with violet eyes, and a head shaved on one side and tattooed um, on the scalp with patterns in iridescent ink, while the other side, uh, the hair is tied back in a silvery pigtail. The lower part of her face, from her nose down, is covered with a leather face guard, and every inch of her body from the neck down is covered in dirty, scratched, earth-coloured armour and a travel-stained leather duster, decorated with small, colourful beads tied close to the leather to avoid rattling. But you recognise this gnome, and judging from her raised eyebrows, she seems to be as surprised to see you as you are her. You've a hell of a sense of timing! There? <laughs> Sorry. <coughs> Carson? What the fuck are you doing here? Vera, is this your fault? Hi! Shut up and fight this thing! Right, fine, uh, we'll talk later. Another arrow, uh, that one hits, and she does that much damage to it. Okay, so uh, another arrow, this time not crystalline, pff, rams into it and splinters silvery blood. Uh, that brings us to Scamp's gun. Okay, can I reach Corzin at all? Uh, Are we close enough to touch? Uh, dexterity check, because the, there's a lot of waving around with the tentacles to see if you can oh, grab nice. hold of um, Oh, 19! Yes, I'll say that during the writhing, there's a moment where you well. get close enough that you can reach out and grab him. Um, okay, I will <laughs> cast not on Corzin, shocking grasp. <laughs> uh, I will quicken it, so it's a bonus action. Okay. Um, that is... Oh, I don't know which one to roll. 
lots to hit. Uh, 22. Okay, that hits roll damage. Um, the crackle lightning passes down your forearm and into uh, the Eight points of lightning creature. damage. <laughs> and I will grab Corzin by the hand and Dimension Door <laughs> out of the grasp of this creature. Where to? Um... Oh. As you are, as you're doing this, you can see the whole in reality starting to splinter back into place. Uh, uh, where is Celestia in relation to the whole in reality? On the far side of the pool of water with the monster. I will in go it. where Celestia is. Okay. <laughs> yeah, let's not leave her here. <laughs> okay, so uh, eight points of damage. Cool. Keep in track of that. So okay. teleport out of the way. The pair of you seem to just blink out of existence, reappearing as the nightmare creature is confused by the sudden absence of its prey. Okay, top of the round, Steiner is going to try and escape. He is one lucky, lucky... Oh, I forgot him. Drop. I feel bad. <laughs> he manages to wriggle free and leap uh, and hurls himself through the gap in reality just as it seals closed, the bar now gone from your view. Uh, that make, brings us to the Nightmare's turn. Nightmare is going to quickly take four attacks against each of you. Uh, and <laughs> Mrs. Corzin uh, and Vera manages to get a hit in on Celestia and Scamp. Uh, so Scamp, you take... Uh, 12 points of damage and are grappled uh, as you pull, are pulled back into its Hellish maw. rebuke! Yes. Uh, roll damage. Yes. I'm just going to shout, Ow! <laughs> and fire happens. How much fire? <laughs> 15 fire. And as you, before it can grab hold of Celestia, flames run down the whole of its body and the, and the creature lets out a last crescendo of music Ooh. before crumbling I need you to make me a dexterity save, uh, please. Oh no. As the music I'm going to use Tides of Chaos. Okay, go yeah. for it. To get advantage on the roll. It's still not very good. 14. Okay, oh, you oh. land on the edge, but your foot splashes a little bit of the water, oh. uh, well, your hoof, uh, <laughs> before you clamber up out. As it touches you, as the water splashes you, you feel a strange sort of wooziness huh. at the back of your head. You're not really sure why. And, but... You look down and you see the creature is slain. It is already beginning to crumble into just shards of glass and crystal. The Vera, the uh, gnome looks, pulls down her face mask. Ah, shite. Go to the pub, they said. Nice, quiet drink. It'll be nice, Why quite relaxing after the revolution. Why It'll can't we ever just go to the pub? I've just, I've had enough at this that point. That definitely wasn't gnomish brandy back there, was it? Oh, was, was it? it? Was it? I had milk. I didn't order gnomish brandy. Did I ordered a big whiskey. I didn't even get one. Oh, is Jeffrey's with us, right? Jeffrey is with in your pack. <laughs> I think we should blame Vera because she was here so like last time something like this happened. Right, Vera right. folds her arms. I'll have you know that I uh, that I was in the middle of a hunt to stop it getting through into your world when the... Well, we Never did mind. that. We did that. Uh, Where did the pub go? Corzin yeah. and Celestia, the pair of you only can see flittering around uh, Vera's shoulders her companion spirit, a tiny heliotrope dragon, uh, oh. but instead of dragon wings, it has dragonfly wings. Oh. 
flitters and settles on your shoulder. Oh. <laughs> Look, we should. Yeah. All right, we should focus on getting the three of you back to your world. Where were you? Um, the pub, the the the, the cock king. Okay, crowned Al- <laughs> chicken. Alice, that one. The cock in the crown. That's the one. Right. Yes, he's got it. Yeah. yeah. Not the cock ring. Fine. I can <laughs> no. I can work on I, I I can work on that. That's that. I think that's actually a cockfighting pet. Uh, but I can get you to yes to um the fine. I I, I can get you to back to Alessand. Hopefully. How long is it going to take? I know time. Oh, are we in the dream fold? Is that what's yes, happened? Yes, we're in the dream fold. Oh, where's my finger bone clock? The dream fold. <laughs> that strange place where dream uh, the place where dreams literally happen. Uh, yeah, I you get the finger bones out. Yes, you pull a, out three <laughs> unnervingly lo- long, thi- literal finger bones that you harvested from the finger tree, finger woods, and drop them on the ground. They form the appearance of a clock, uh, pointing to about two o'clock, but the one hand is already turning slowly. Oh, it's fast. Vera pulls out a pocket watch, and you can see it has uh, numbers from one to thirteen. Oh, that's much more sensible. You could have just said you had a watch. I didn't need to carry these bones around around for like six months. You've been here before. (laughs) No. Yes. It's a long story. Yes, multiple times. Once physically, some other ways. Who told you? No one. Um, was it my cousin? No, yes, we guessed. Yes. <laughs> he didn't actually tell us anything. To Not be until fair. we were there. No. Right. You'd have had to get around the guest somehow. Yeah. Fine. I guess if you know, then I can talk to you about it. Yes. All right. Look, we've got until. Okay. She holds up the watch. We've got about eleven hours left, and, and quickly dis- dwindling until dawn. I need to get you there before the clock strikes thir- uh, thirteen. Otherwise, you won't be able to get back into there until a whole other day passes. And trust me, you do not want that to happen. Okay. The most reliable place to get a portal back to is it Alicent? Yeah. We'll need to get you yes. to the river. Well, quite frankly, you know, anywhere on our plane would be nice. Mm. We, I'll we see went... if I can get you somewhere close. You don't want to end up in uh, in Fernon. That'd be really, really inconvenient. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, well, let's get you through this forest as quickly as we can, uh, and we'll see what we can do. Did any of you get splashed with the water? Did did any of us? I yep. did. Two of you yep. did. Yeah, I, yep. I did. Is that a problem? A little, little bit. Okay, so three things then. First of all, there's no stable door back to where you want to go. Not like somewhere like fucking Jim. But, there, I, but I might be able to find you an unstable one, one that might be open for a handful of seconds. But we'll need to get there right. before it happens. Now, the second problem is, if you've been splashed by the river water, the river water carries with it the leafy touch. What? And if you're hit by it, there's a chance you'll lose some... Well, there's a certainty you'll lose some of your memory. If it's only been a little, you'll probably lose maybe a few hours. That's all right. I'm missing so many years anyway. It's really um, not going to make just, a difference. Honestly, I'd really rather not remember that tentacle thing with well, the eyes and the mouth. Good I'm news. already missing a good half my life, so... Well, this far from the river, it, the, the the amount of the water here is very diluted, so you probably don't stand much at risk. When we get to the river, it's much stronger. Don't fall in the fecking river. Bad things will happen. Right. Right. No right. one falling in the river. The good news it. is we should be able to get to the river. You see there? She points to the, uh, to the, to the water. It's fairly clear, but it's got a slight rainbowish sheen to it. If we follow the stream, it'll leave us, lead us to the river. So if we're ever okay. in doubt about where to go, we need follow to follow the river. The river. Yeah, so it's just is... like sailing. If you fall in the water, you got something wrong. 
Right. <laughs> Come along then. Let's make. Uh, we don't have much time. Can't believe you're going to be the captain of a fucking ship soon. Did you just hear yourself? Don't fall in the water. Oh, really? <laughs> it's it's a very, advice. very sensible thing. The music has died down, <laughs> but it still continues to play gently, coming from the trees themselves out of the uh, purple glass shards. And as you make your way through, the time moving quickly on the clock, uh, through these pastel blue-green trees and the uh, purple glass leaves, every time you crunch the tree, the, the, the shards beneath your feet, a little bit more of the music plays. Um, Does it have to insist on being so ominous like that? I feel like I should like this, like music's my thing, but I'm just a bit weirded out, to be honest. If things get cheerful, Trust me, this this might be better. Oh, is it another Beware the Smiling Faces situation? Yes. That was horrifying. Wait, how do you know about that? Never mind. Uh, <laughs> right, long. you've been here before. <laughs> so, as you make through, there is the music, and, it's, and after a while, it does start to acquire something of a more cheerful, celebratory tone. Oh, no. I would like each of you to make a wisdom save, please. <laughs> am, I, am I still drunk? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Am I drunk enough that this no. affects me? Okay. That's cocked. <laughs> oh, bloody hell. Hello. Nine. <laughs> Nine? Uh, six. Four. Six. <laughs> Each of you find yourself just unwittingly dancing along. You, in fact, all of you are. Let's find you out. Know Vera what? I as like well. I like this music. I've changed my mind. This is great. Let's see. Even here. Vera is caught by the dancing fever. As you waste, Jeffrey is dancing. As you waste <laughs> six of your eleven hours, slowed down. Six hours. <laughs> Time passes wow. quite quickly in the Dreamfold Reaching and in strange ways. But yeah, as you try, you have to make you. You manage to keep a forward motion, but yeah, you just can't stop dancing. <laughs> I you, think maybe we should stay ev here. Every now yeah, and again, let's just live here. Every yeah, now and again, one of you will have a moment of lucidity and pull the others forwards before being caught in this oh, no, merry it's jig it's yourself. This is not awful. It's fun. Come back and dance. Okay. <laughs> Eventually, you dance along to a tree with a uh, with set into its bark a door. Uh, pulling the door open, you step through into a uh, much, into a vastly and suddenly different environment. As the dancing fever suddenly fades the moment you emerge. Oh, that was really weird, was wasn't awful. it? You step out of the, the door into a wide street beneath a sky shot through with purple, pink, and gold sunset, but with no oh. sun, time has passed. A charivari of scents assaults your nostrils. Charcoal, incense, cinnamon, saffron, spices, herbs you don't recognize, even a smell, a smell that you couldn't describe as anything other than the scent of laughter. Brightly Ooh. colored market stalls pack the edges of the street uh, below high buildings of unfamiliar design. The street itself is thronged by people of all colours, shapes and sizes, very literally in some cases. A man with a magpie's head is selling hot sausages on skewers. A giant pig is selling musical instruments. The pair of them are glaring at each other. There is clearly some sort of feud going on here that you do not have time to investigate. I think we should stay and investigate. How much time do you want to lose? No. There are a number of gnomes in the crowd as well. Wearing, wearing brightly coloured clothes, often with similar tattoos to Vera. A couple of them give her a nod as, you, uh, as you're moving through the marketplace. 
along, and they all have similarly outlandish hairstyles. One of them, the oldest looking one, has Vera has purple eyes, but, the, but this one's eyes glow like wheels of violet fire for irises. They have been here a long time. Looking around, though, there's no sign of the water. Is this, um, I was in a market once before when this we were here. This is the same bazaar. Don't look at any stalls. We'll be here for hours. I lost like four hours. Oh, all right. Just don't look at anything. Okay. You'll get taken in. It's like the dancing, but with markets. I'm going to oh, hold Jeffrey close. Don't As let you... him touch anything. Jeffrey is like, <laughs> Jeffrey, already no. reaching, trying no. to steal things. No. No, stay away from the crochet. Have to, have to keep no, no. back. Um, I, well, first of all, uh, I would like each of you to roll a wisdom save, please. Oh, am I still drunk? <laughs> You're still drunk. Oh, but I, I, because you have been through this before, Celestia, it cancels out your disadvantage. Okay. Oh, uh, 13. Okay. It's not terrible for me. Natural, natural jam, 20. Yay! Okay, the three of you manage to avoid getting distracted by the many unique uh, things on sale. But Celestia, um, there is one point though where you do see one thing. Uh, amongst very strange and outlanding at, at dish outfits, you see a mannequin upon which is a dress made of woven fire. Oh, oh super cool. You just, and it's cool, but there's also just like a, a little bit of an echo for you. But natural 20, you pull away from it and focus mm -hmm. elsewhere, but the thought remains in your mind. It's hauntingly familiar. Yeah, she kind of shakes her head and like gets a bit weird for a minute and then keeps walking. No sign of the water yet, though. Oh. Anyone who wants to can make a perception or investigation check. Uh, uh, investigation. 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 Um, rubbish at perception. Ooh, 17. Uh, I'm not good at either of the things. So that's 21, actually. You make excellent time with the pair. Uh, with uh, Corzin, you're you're looking around trying to see like another bit of river. You Too don't, short. but uh, <laughs> uh, Celestia and Scamp, both of you spot at the same time, coming out of a, a gutter pipe leading down one of the uh, buildings, out from which faintly rainbow-coloured water is flowing, all across the street and into a manhole. Oh, we have to go down. Hmm. Seems to be the case, I. Why does Dreamland need sewers? Never mind. I don't like down. No. Also, like not touching the water is going to be much harder. Really hard. Ooh, Seems right. to be coming from the sides of uh, down the side of it, but yeah, you'll need to be careful. Fine, it's not normal underground. It's Dream Underground. Right. Let's, right. Let's, let's yeah, go. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Boom. With a little bit of effort, Ooh. you pull open the manhole cover, uh, and you can see there is darkness beyond and a la and a metal ladder. Uh, there is water running down a little bit down the very centre of the metal ladder, so I will ask a dex Ooh. check from each of you, mm -hmm. uh, or actually either dex or athletics, uh, potentially, can if it's better. Can I cast fly on the three of us? Yes, you so can. So we can just sort of you float just, down? Okay, you cast fly, oh, the three of you float down, uh, Vera slides down expertly after you. Uh, without uh, touching the slots, I'm sure we won't need them, it'll be yeah, fine. it's fine, it's fine. As you hit the bottom, you find yourselves in a strange, cavernous chamber. Huge and dark. It oh. seems to be supported in the distance by pale, white columns. 
against dim reddish walls. There's no light except for the dim amount coming through the manhole cover. Uh, so causing you are kind of having to, unless you get a light source, you're going to have to sort of blind man's buff it a bit. The water flows down off the ladder on, onto the floor of the chamber and along a shallow natural divot onto some unseen destination beyond. Is a torch going to be out yeah, of the question in here? I could light it. I mean, you could just hold on to my tail and I'll lead you if you like. Oh, I don't know. Lights. I appreciate the offer, but I prefer to see where I'm going. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna okay. strum four strings on my guitar, just do 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 do, and as I do that, four purple dancing lights come out. Ooh, ah. that's better. And light the chamber with purple light for you. Oh, it's better. <laughs> okay. As you, uh, it is now much more illuminated. You are able to proceed onwards. There seems to be very little down here except the path ahead, and even Oof. the distance ahead is beyond your dark vision. Celestia gets twitchy. Aww. How would you like to proceed? We're just flying. Like, you're flying. Okay. <laughs> flying and carefully. You are flying Actually down. flying so we don't touch the walls and it's not yeah. water. Yeah. Fair yeah. enough. And we don't make noise as much. Mm. Give me a perception check. Anyone who wants to. Yes, please. Four. <laughs> That's 20. It's like eight. Okay. <laughs> no. Yeah. Cousin, you hear a distant... Dun, dun. What's that? What's what? Dun, dun. What, did you, did you hear something? Dun, yeah. Dun. Oh, shit, the is there walls. things in here? I hate things. Like footsteps. <laughs> Roll a medicine check. Okay. Oh. Medicine? Oh. All of us? Mm, you're the one trained in it. Okay, yeah. fine. That is a... Oh, 23. Okay, 23. Uh, yeah, it is studying around. Yeah, you. that's definitely a heartbeat. Oh. From something giant. <laughs> and um, looking down at the divot below, that's a tongue. <gasps> that's a giant tongue that the water is flowing down. And you are in not so much the belly as the mouth of some giant beast. Which you know that story about the guy that got trapped in a whale? What What on earth about that are you about to say? <laughs> Look down. Oh, oh no. fuck. Which, which way does the tongue go? Uh, are it are goes, we going deeper? You are going into... deeper towards the back of the tongue. Oh, that seems fine. <laughs> oh, this, this is disgusting. Vera, as well what as the hell? <laughs> okay. Yeah, Vera, what the fuck? <laughs> you, Vera, shrugs. What kind of demented mind made this place? Yeah, what is, what is wrong with it's the, the person who It's came part up of the collective this? consciousness of all dreamers. Well, I hate all of them. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> I've had quite enough of this. Right, we can Well, you're cast. flying, however. Let's do so that. We you can do carry not, Vera yeah, between us. As well. Yeah, you carry Vera between you. You're flying, so you do not. Uh, you do not tickle the tongue in any way. You do not trigger a swallowing reflex. And you are able to make your way smoothly, quickly, and safely to the end. Safely? Is that word? I'm not sure you know what it means. Actually, sorry. Yes, there is a uvula, actually, now that you mention it. And as you approach, it is swinging gently. I would like a dex... I would like a dexterity check from each of you Why to fly to past Why? the uvula without tickling it. I'm sorry for asking, but am I still drunk? Time is weird. Yes, okay, yes cool. you are still drunk. Yeah, no. 
Uh, <laughs> You're also feeling a bit woozy from the memory effects as well. I Dex, feel like that's 17. My dex is really bad, so I feel like she kind of like zigzags a bit. She gets a bit weird. Um, so yeah, that's a nine. Uh, I'm going to add a d4 because I feel mm-hmm. like over a 10 would be mm-hmm. nice. Add two, so 11. Okay. Thank because of that, points. you <laughs> all managed to avoid hitting the uvula. <laughs> thank, thank you. And triggering a swallowing reflex until you reach the end where flowing into it, you can see there is what can only be described as a large, muscular sphincter <laughs> currently closed. There are many kinds of sphincter, it's not that kind of <laughs> Through which the water is flowing, just through a tiny gap. Are we in a bum hole? No, no. we're in a, a bum hole. Wrong throat. end. This looks like a bum hole. Wrong like end. Are you one of you okay. healing with your hands. Fine. No, we're not feeling the sphincter with us. Bum hole. I mean, how, do you, how do you want to open the sphincter? How would you like to open the giant dream uh. sphincter? <laughs> All right. Answers on a G- postcard. Gently. Yeah, please do tweet us. How would you open the giant yeah. How would you open the sphincter? Um, <laughs> gently is the only word that is coming to mind. Okay, give me a dexterity. One person, one person, <laughs> give me a dexterity or sleight of hand check to gently pull I'm, apart the I'm sphincter. Drunk. I'm Don't, going for no. it. Yep. Dex. <laughs> Causing you do it. Okay, yep. I'm going to tell Molly. <laughs> tell Molly what you're doing. Your 13. wife's going to be upset. 13. Yeah, your wife's going to be really annoyed. You carefully pull aside the slightly slimy muscular opening and it all it opens like it's like what like a sphincter in a perfectly open manner. Oh. Yeah, you and laugh. The... I had to give Captain Brandy a medical. <laughs> oh. I didn't need and to know that. And the four of you uh, slip through the sphincter and all of you suddenly tumble and fly out of a tumble-down stone archway on a rolling plane of gently shifting purple-orange grass. Above, the sky seems caught on the cusp of dawn with darkness above and a blue bloom at the edge of every horizon as if the sun were about to rise in every direction. Strange lights flicker across the sky in every colour like a vast, striating aurora borealis, casting illumination over the plains. Bisecting the plain is a wide river of brilliant liquid rainbow, bright colours of every hue clashing and swirling and roiling as the waters flow on to some distant location. Along the very edges of the river, a thick carpet grows of multicoloured flowers with wispy, iridescent threads, not unlike cotton balls, and not far from them, a multitude of portals open and close in the air, some rings of multicoloured fire, others like fractured glass in reality, some seeming to split open like freshly cut wounds before healing themselves. Is that what we're looking for, Vera? It is, but we've got to wait for... One that'll come to Alison. I, I I can sense it when it does, and I'll tell you. Just keep an eye, keep an eye out for. She gestures down to the flowers. Just keep ready about the dream flags. What? What do they do? Just don't get agitated. The dream flags responds to dreams, to nightmares, to anything that anyone's been recently feeling strongly. Oh dear. I mean, I'm immediately agitated, and I can't yeah. pretend otherwise. As you say this, uh, Celestia, around it, the, you're flying, but below you, 
some of the flowers start turning their petals towards you, the little cotton balls of threads wisping and shifting. Why are they looking at me? I think you've got their attention. Why? Why? Because you're agitated! Of course I'm agitated, there's fucking flowers looking at me! I'm calm. As the agitation grows and grows, suddenly the fibres of the bowls unwind themselves from a whole patch of dream flax and spin themselves together, forming up into a humanoid shape, into a suddenly familiar humanoid shape as they combine in black and white silk an image of a tall drow matriarch, a cleric with uh, the symbol of Utu at her chest, the very image of the now deceased intercessor Sovrina, who looks up to you. It's time for your training to begin. No, I, I already told you to go fuck yourself. <laughs> roll initiative. Oh. oh! I don't know what to roll. Oh. Um, this one. Oh, not that one. 13. <laughs> also 13. 12. 13, 13, 12. Yeah, definitely yeah. Dex, yeah. Definitely yeah. Harder, Dex is definitely harder than my Dex. 12 was Celestia, right? Yep. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the... The Dreamflax Nightmare acts first. Oh, good. As it reaches up, uh, and as it does so, it extends its hands, and threads of silk shoot out of its wrists, kind of spite like a like a Nightmare Spider-Man, uh, and reach up to and snare Celestia. Uh, first attack yeah. is... Celestia visibly freezes. Yeah, first attack is a 13, but the second one is a 23. Oh. As it gra- as the, uh, the threads reach up and grab hold of you, uh, you take uh, 11 points of slashing damage. Oh god, why did I do a healing spell on myself? And are pulled down towards the image of the intercessor, so you're now within five feet of her. Uh, that is all she can do this round. Uh, that makes it Corzin's go. Alright, uh, Corzin is immediately going to cast Hunter's Mark again. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, can he get within melee? Uh, you can fly down to melee easily. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, flying up close to this woven image of, uh, of, a, of a woman you remember killing. Uh, <laughs> The but then it's not the last. It's not the first time you've faced someone here that you've killed before. Sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what would you like to do? Um, I would like to cut out of ribbons. Hey. Excellent. Make yeah, your attacks. Yeah. Okay. okay. The first one is a nineteen. Attack. It hits. Roll damage. Uh, that's uh, ten slashing damage mm-hmm. and a further one with the hunter's mark. You did not. Did you declare that you put Hunter's Mark as a bonus? Yeah. You did. Yeah. Cool. I just lost it. Got it. Cool. Uh, second one. Uh, that's dirty 20. Actually, no, it's 19. Cool. Hits either way. Okay, that's uh, seven slashing damage. Okay. A further two Hunter's Mark. Okay, as you slash down, doing 20 points of damage total, you actually manage. Uh, you watch as these threads uh, sever 
from the uh, dream flax flowers wrapping up into the image that is being formed. It's like uh, rather than uh, cutting, uh, like you do damage to the uh, to the form, but it heals up. But instead, it loses connection to the flowers below. So it seems that by, just by attacking this, you're harvesting the dream flex. Ooh. Uh, the creature, however, is going to legendary action, slash its hand at you. Uh, for, uh, that's a 16. 16 does not hit me. And as the uh, threads sl- uh, slash out, you f- pull yourself out of the way before they can connect. Okay. Uh, that is time for Scamp. How big is this figure? Oh, it's the size of uh, Major Severina, so medium-sized okay. creature. And it's close to these flax plants? Yes. Cool. How many plants and that, and not my friends, can I get in a 20-foot radius? Uh, quite yes. a lot. <laughs> then I will cast Fireball. Okay. It's in the name of the show, so there has yeah. to be one, well. didn't there? There has to be one. Roll damage. And also... Plants, it feels sensible-ish. Um, 5, 11, 17, uh, 21, 25 points of fire damage. As the ball, uh, as the uh, fire uh, ball emerges from your hand, the tiny sphere, you hear Vera call, No, wait! And as it strikes the ground and blossoms, uh, the whole... Cr- uh, Sovrina catches fire. She bursts into flames. The flowers burst into flames, and then the flames melt into the fa- into the fabric. As suddenly, the ho- uh, instead of being on fire, the image of Intercessor Sabrina changes into a creature woven of fla- threads of fire. Okay, that that was maybe a bad idea. She has taken no damage. Oh, good. <laughs> and is now on fire. <laughs> Do I oh, take no. fire damage for being near her? Uh, not yet. Okay. <laughs> yet? Not yet. Oh, listen to him. Oh, dear. Um, I don't Anything think... else you want to do? Uh, yeah. I'm going to quicken a frostbite. Go for it. Which, as a cantrip, is not going to do much, but let's try and undo some yeah. damage. Yeah. Um, so it's a con save. Okay, con save. Uh, DC 17. Sh- 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 does not make it. So, as the uh, as you cast the spell, several of the flaming threads go dark and splinter, separating off from the flowers That's that are supporting it. Five cold damage. Cool. And disadvantage on its next attack. Okay, which it immediately takes against you. Oh, good. Um, so legendary. That is going to be nineteen. Yeah. Which oh sorry no disadvantage. Ah, uh, no, it misses. With the, I forgot to roll disadvantage. Really? So it's only a 12. Well, yeah, that's my armor class. <laughs> Does not miss. I did then. not cast mage armor. <laughs> you did not cast mage armor. Uh, you take uh, eight points of fire damage. <laughs> oh, so half to two, half to four, because Woo! you are a tiefling. Uh, however, you are now also on fire. And will take 1d10 fire damage at the start of your turn until some someone takes an action to douse the fire. fine, I'll go in the river and put it out. <laughs> <laughs> Terribly bad idea there. Wow! Celestia, <laughs> uh, you are ensnared uh, by... Uh, uh, well, you've, you're, not, you're not restrained, but you've been brought next to a flaming, uh, living flame... Uh, Sorry. Man- it's some sort of... Uh, what... what Puppet, essentially, cloth puppet. Jeffrey. Of sl- oh, Sabrina. Jeffrey can act though, if you want yeah. to hand. Yes. What does Jeffrey do? Uh, Jeff- Jeffrey has one attack, I believe, that Jeffrey can do. 
Yeah, am I close enough though? Yes, yes oh, you are. Sure, yeah, it's actually. I'll say that you are. Uh, then Jeffrey will take a swipe at the thing with Jeffrey's magic sword. It's not a magic sword, it's a pretty sword. Cool. Uh, I can't remember his monofire. Uh, I may have left a uh, shit uh, uh, it's a Oh, it's a natural 20 anyway! Doesn't matter! <laughs> Roll uh, 1d6 plus... Three, I think. It's a six. Okay, Jeffrey so does nine points of damage. Not, no, he, did, that was a natural twenty. That's not, that's twelve. That's fifteen. Fifteen points, points of damage as Jeffrey leaps down and slashes into the base of uh, Intercessor Severina's uh, dress through the fire, cutting off the fire threads, causing them to snap up into the form. There are now less and less, maybe maybe about half as many threads on the ground uh, attaching this form to the ground as there were were uh celestia okay um celestia is like visibly freaking out like there is visible shaking happening it's not looking good um she kind of like takes a breath in she just goes i already killed you once one more fucking time serena fuck you and um i'm gonna cast distant whispers at level five um, so yeah, wisdom save from. The, the What's house. your DC? Um, it is a, an seventeen. Seventeen. Oh, seventeen. That's the one. Does not make it. Oh, yes. Good. Okay, I'm gonna roll some dice, and there's gonna be some maths. <laughs> so bear with me. Ten. 11, 15, 20, 22, 24 damage. Twenty-four. Nice. And um, yeah, she has to run away from me as well. Yep. She immediately pulls uh, backwards. It's, yeah, you fucking run. It's she doesn't. Her legs don't move. It's like the threads transfer to other flowers, and she just hovers backwards in that sort of nightmare mode style. Do I get an opportunity? Uh, yes, you do. Uh, it's forced movement. Oh, it's forced movement. You don't. Oh, okay, no, no, you don't. Okay. I just did a concentration check. Me. I remembered I haven't been concentrating on flying. I'm good. We're You're not still falling. flying. Good. None of you are directly over the river at this point. Mm-hmm. However... Um, uh, I have one more thing I'd like to do on my yes. turn. Um, I'm now free, aren't I? Yes. I kick my heel up into my xylophone. The rainbow spirit gives a little poof healing word for me at level three, please. Okay. <laughs> I will do that quietly to myself with the maths. Please carry on. Okay, she's going to take uh, her last legendary action to sweep uh, the thread, uh, the flaming threads uh, from her hand into the waters of the river, uh, which begin to burn with a strangely rainbowish flame and strike at you, causing... <laughs> Why have the rainbows turned on us? Uh, uh, Sending a telescopic uh, attack. That is a 17. 17 just hits. Okay. Uh, You proceed to take... uh, uh, You take 15 points of fire damage. Uh, You are on fire. And importantly, you have now been touched by the river water. Just a smattering, but just a smattering. (laughs) But you have. So you now are all... Just enough just to a, fill the plot holes. Just enough to fill the plot holes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, that oh. is the end of uh, Celestia's turn. Vera is going to draw an arrow, uh, and as she draws it back, it fills with uh, the tip that turns to crystal as she marks a target. That is a natural motherfucking 20. Yes, um, go Vera! Okay, so she proceeds to do... Duh, 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 duh. So, but she gets an extra one on that. Okay, um, five, ten, duh, 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 duh. fifteen force damage because she rolled really low on a on a, on a crit. That's really. Oh. oh well. 
So uh, the, she does launch, uh, uh, fire a second shot after that, but that one goes wide, splashes into the river, and you briefly see a moment where the arrow rears its head up, forms a tiny head and mouth, screams, and then descends into the river, never seen again. Why? <laughs> Welcome to the Dreamfold. That was horrifying. Top of the round. Uh, the nightmare, the Dreamflax nightmare out. Uh, Celestia, you are in the air on the ground. Where about you? In the air. Yeah. So you pulled away a little bit. Yeah, a little. The uh, the creature, Serena's head, just sinks into her clothing. Oh. Like it just melds into it. The hands meld in. The clothing changes. Oh, it's a like shape, a As if it's onto oh, yeah. mm. almost a replica of your own, and it just. <laughs> shoots forwards towards you, opening up. Uh, that is a... Yeah, that is an 18 to hit you. Oh, yeah, that hits. As the clothes... bad. As the, <laughs> shirt, uh, as the clothes split open and bind around you. The whole form clings to you. You take... You are grappled, um, and you also take... Uh, you take seven points of fire damage, um, but now, but you are also psychologically encased in your own flaming clothing. Oh, good. <laughs> uh, We've not been here before. Yeah. <laughs> you can feel sections of your clothes underneath beginning to burn and crisp away. Uh, just, a, just a little bit, but as you are wrapped I start screaming. It is, oh. it is your living nightmare. Yeah, I, I start screaming. <laughs> like. That is the end of its turn, Corzin. Um... Do something a little bit uh, unorthodox. <laughs> I am going to invoke my unseen stalker boon. Oh, 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 God. We don't know what that does. Okay. If you, if you haven't been here before, we genuinely have no idea what this is. And you, <laughs> and you invoked it. You invoked it in the Dreamfold. That has different effects. Oh, no. All of you suddenly feel your heads shift your attention turns to somewhere else like it's like you're you're suddenly attracted to looking at the river or to seeing as uh, yeah i'll say celestia you can't break take your eyes off the river uh, uh causing you instinctively look towards the archway scamp you stare lock eyes with jeffrey and you hear just a a wrenching <laughs> rending <laughs> sound and when you look back dozens of the threads have been gone and there's just there are just claw marks in the earth how how encased am i still looking uh it's broken the, the it's still around you but you're able to kind of move freely dragging the few remaining threads with you uh so it's you're not restrained but it's still around you still grappling you cool it has still screaming. Yeah. Instantly. So the unseen. Well, you've lost the unseen stalker boon, but the unseen stalker has come to your aid, and you have never seen it. Oh. Ah. Uh, Hence the name. Ah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I think that's your action. Uh, yes. Scamp. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm going to cast command. Your favourite. <laughs> drop her. Okay. Wisdom save. Yeah. Wisdom save. I think. Yeah. 
That is, yeah, that's uh, that is a, a, a technically a success. So, is it, how close is it? Can uh, I? No, no, no. Sorry, no. That, I mean, the success oh, of the, you, she fails. Uh, the, the, the 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 creature fails. So lovely. It, uh, it does it on. Yeah, the turn. threads. <laughs> they don't completely leave you because you're flying, but they mm-hmm. puff out, no longer encasing you. So it's like you've got like an expanded version of your clothes on fire around your clothes, but not okay. actually like grappling close to you. Uh, and I will quicken another frostbite for a bonus action. <laughs> Go for so it. another con save. Con save. Still uh, screaming. Hit. Lovely. Um, eight cold damage. Okay, nice. Uh, so that becomes... Yep, got it. Uh, the uh, uh, yeah, having done that, Just the to remind you, tides are active. Yeah, right? tides um, are active, and actually, I think it's time for it. Oh, God, no. yeah. I shouldn't have reminded you. I wanted to, but I still regret it. <sighs> that is eighty-nine. So as whoa, you do nice. this, suddenly the uh, uh, your I... whole form just blotches and you vanish from view. Scamp. You are also completely inaudible. What? You cannot be seen. You cannot be heard. It looks as if Scamp has uh, uh, Scamp doesn't even seem able to respond. Uh oh. <laughs> Scamp. Uh, Wait, is Jeffrey still visible? Uh, <laughs> Jeffrey sat on my shoulder. <laughs> instead, you can just see a flying Jeffrey wielding his knife. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey's going to attack. Okay, go for it. Does Jeffrey get advantage because I'm there? I think we. I think that's the rule. We haven't got the stats in front of us. Jeffrey's the rogue. Yeah, Jeffrey's the rogue. That was a. Um, so natural eighteen. Cool. Roll, so. roll the d6. Four plus whatever. <laughs> Slashes through just a little bit more uh, d- damage, cutting through the remaining threads. That brings us to Celestia. Um. Oh, where am I up to? Oh God. Um. I think because it started hand, getting away from me. There's like like five th- five or six threads left anchoring this. Yeah, to I the think ground. I just reflexively bring the guitar around to the front, because um, mm. to try and get it away from me, I just do a big like like electric guitar noise. The rainbow spirit bursts out, and I'm gonna do a third level thunder wave. Okay. Um, con save, right? Uh, yes, I believe so. Yes, con save. Okay, roll damage. Okay, um, so many d8s. Ah, uh, what I need? No dice are where I need them to be. Do you uh, want some DOs? I've, I've got them. So I've got enough. Okay, so that is 12, 17, 23, 23 with damage. With a, with a, uh, like a detonation <laughs> of rainbow energy out from you, the, f- f- this copy of your clothing woven in scarlet and orange flame seems to explode outwards. The last few threads snap up, joining it, before it coalesces, before the flames turn from red to violet, to deep purple, and they gently settle once more around you, no longer hot to you. Cool, calming, a perfect copy of your clothing, before suddenly unspooling into a long series of threads. Uh, you watch as Vera down below quickly holds up a, a just what seems to be a, just a stick as the threads wind themselves around Ooh. it, bobbin-like. The harvested violet dream flex, slightly yes. glistening with different colors. And she snaps it shut in a little silver egg. As that happens though, below you, directly below you, 
you watch as a, the earth slices open. You can see some sort of room or chamber uh, beyond. It's kind of hard to tell. And she goes, there, get through, there, uh, now. Okay. Go. Uh, as you go past, she shoves the silver egg into uh, down into your uh, uh, pack, Celestia, where it kind of falls through to the very bottom. Next to Elizabeth's package. Completely forgotten about for now. <laughs> and the three of you all peel through the portal, one after another, and the last thing you see is looking back at it, looking downwards as you fly outwards horizontally. So weirdly, looking downwards, the whole thing angled at 90 degrees, you see Vera sort of give you a, so, uh, kind of like a, a, a chest, uh, arm to the, uh, fist to the chest and then raised hand of farewell as the, uh, as the portal to the dreamfold seals shut. The three of you suddenly find yourself stumbling for a moment in a richly appointed yet strangely familiar apartment. Your mind a little foggy, a little uncertain. You. The three of you kind of stumble backwards, the spell coming to its end as you all sit down on the bed. Am I still invisible? Scamp. <laughs> yeah, you see a depression where <laughs> Scamp should be. And Scamp oh. emerges from visibi into visibility just as they oh. backwards onto the bed. And all three of you huh. just slump backwards. Minds hazy, uncertain. A moment of discontinuity before blinking. Causing you wake up with a splitting headache. The last thing you remember was someone in a bar clocking you right in the temple after Celestia insulted them. My head feels like there's a troll living in it. You look up, you, you're backing... You, you're in a comfortable, safe, and familiar environment. You seem to have gotten back to the apartments that are reserved for you in the courts of justice uh, in Alison. So this is like, you, you must have made it home, but oh, your head hurts. You see the others kind of coming to, to consciousness at the same time. Oh, I've got a bastard behind the eyes. What did you do? I think I hit some, did I hit a minstrel? I think I hit a minstrel. Why did I do that? Oh. Don't get used to this, but I, I can be dealing with this. I cast lesser restoration on you, lesser restoration <laughs> on you, and lesser restoration on myself. Oh, for all of you, the apparent hangover clears up a little bit. Thank you. Oh, it's just like you've just had the perfect shot of coffee. <laughs> wow, that feels amazing. Oh. Don't get used to it. You are look, wonderful. You look down. This must have been one hell of a bar fight. Sec like there are bits of Celestia's clothes which are which are like a little bit burned and singed. Like did it looks I do like that? You kind of look. I don't know. Yeah, you do feel uh, scam. You do have that strange after effect weirdness of like a recently discharged wild magic surge. Jeffrey is kind of going. Jeffrey remembers everything. Yes. <laughs> He's gesticulating wildly. Uh, pointing no. to Celestia's pack. Did that, you... that grumpy woman who can talk to animals isn't here. Yeah. That'd be useful. <laughs> oh, what is it? What are you... Never mind. We'll... Jeffrey gets into your pack and proceeds oh, yes, to... I know, you want, shit, I know you want to poo in there. Just <laughs> get on with no. it. I'll clean it up later. Pull Jeffrey out. Put, put him on. into your pack instead. It's too early, Jeffrey. It's too <laughs> early. <laughs> 
Are you having a good shit in there, are you? Yeah, <laughs> good for you. I hate him. Jeffrey. You love him, really. Jeffrey <laughs> proceeds to shit all over. Tiny weird person. A, all over a little silver egg, concealing a little package. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, no. And just it hardens a little and just because of that you don't discover it for quite some time because <laughs> it's covered in solid monkey shit <laughs> maybe wow. around like it gets covered by some other stuff and then later maybe around oh i don't know episode 91 something like that Probably, uh, yeah. <laughs> you might uh, you might find it again but for now at least uh you as you let yourselves slumber back again because weirdly after that night you feel exhausted you descend back to sleep sweet dreams to follow so thank you all very much for playing thank you all very much for listening thank you for coming thank you for coming and farewell from all of us here at Flintlocks and Fireballs fair seas and natural twenties and you'll see I've given you the things in front so uh, hopefully you can read my handwriting because I didn't tell you what these were <laughs> we'll share a drink after the day. A shot to punch a polar haze. When nightmares show their ugly face, we'll put them all back in their place. So, so gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No kraken, storm, or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear. Thank you Thank all you for very much Thank for coming. <laughs> Have a lovely podcon. Thank yes. you all so much for your time. What is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Sphinx, giant sphincter. Oh. Yes. Good lord. <laughs>